Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to Mobby's Corner on this Friday where it is gloomy and it's drizzling outside and of course it's cold. So, uh, not too sure where you guys are, but if your weather is anything like mine, definitely be safe if you have to go outside today. Um, And if not, like I always say, just sit back and relax. Now, in addition to the weather, of course, it's Friday, so I'm super excited. Um, That's why I'm not complaining about the weather. It did kind of alter some things I have to do, but not going to complain because... As always, I'm here in the land of the living, which is always amazing. And it's Friday, so I'm looking forward to my weekend. Even though I have nothing planned, I still have a weekend. So I'm I'm definitely thankful and excited about that. Um, And let's see. Of course, today is what? February the 4th, which means we are now officially inside of Black History Month, which is awesome. Um, With that being said, all the episodes that I decide to do um, for the month of February will be Uh, geared towards the black culture and black history of course so without further ado want to go ahead and get inside of the topic of today today's topic is break every curse so what I decided to do with this topic um, I actually decided to reach out to other um, black people and just really finding out about the generational curses that they are attempting to break or hope to break or you know, maybe struggling to break or what have you, or just content they've seen as a continuance within their family. Um, because I wanted to talk about those, of course. And if you're not familiar with generational curses, a generational curse is just, I wouldn't so much as I say a curse, like the word curse, like, you know, uh, what an actual curse is, but it's just one of those, it's a, a mindset or a livelihood that isn't it's not a positive one. It's kind of one, it can negatively impact you throughout your life. Um, and it's just something that starts say from generation to generation, you know, it can start from your grandparents, your great grandparents, and then it goes to your parents and then it goes to you and your kids and on and so forth. So that's basically, basically what a generational curse is. Um, some of the generational curses that were mentioned to me were, Um, Children being told that they were grown at the age of 18 um, and the parents pretty much leaving the child out there to fend for themselves and not be there. Um, Not apologizing to children when the parent or the adult is actually in the wrong. Uh, Financial hardships, financial stability that's non-existent basically. Um, Healthy relationships, not becoming teen parents, drug abuse, alcoholism, um, having open communication about their feelings, setting proper boundaries, um, staying healthy both mentally and physically, having a healthy marriage, addressing mental health instead of shaming it, um, taking steps from trauma instead of ignoring it or trying to hide it, poverty, and once again, healthy communication. Um, all of these that I just mentioned were uh, generation, our generational curses that you can actually find or that you see quite often in the Black community, unfortunately. Um, And right now, I'm just going to really kind of try to go through the entire list and kind of break them down. But of course, I know that I probably won't be able to. Um, But one that really, 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 really stuck out to me was having healthy communication. And having healthy communication stuck out to me because um, something that I've noticed, even something that I've seen firsthand, something I've also seen in just other Black families, is that there's really very little to no communication. And what I mean by that is just more so of, let's say, 
a parent could say something to their child, let's say, and it could be something like a derog- something derogatory, like they may say, call the child fat or, you know, just something that's really mean and just really hurtful or something of that sort. And when the child tries to address it and not address it like by being rude or anything, the child could truly just address it by saying, hey, mommy, hey, daddy, or hey, auntie, uncle, grandma, grandpa, whoever, um, you know, what you said kind of hurt my feelings or, you know, anything like that. Or the child may just, you know, start crying about it or anything of that sort. But then what happens is when the child addresses the situation or tries to say, hey, well, you know, you hurt my feelings or anything like that, um, the adults tend to want to completely shut whatever the child is saying down. Um, They literally make it seem as if the child is not allowed to have any type of emotions. They're not allowed to express their feelings because they're a child. Um, as a matter of fact, a lot of adults, what I've actually seen, um, is that a lot of adults will sit there and tell the child that they're a child under them or not to question them. Um, and when a lot of times the child may not truly even be questioning the, the adult, they could truly just be expressing themselves or they could be asking, you know, well, why did you say that to me? That really hurt my feelings or, you know, anything like that. And it's literally that, unfortunately, the adults, like they literally make it seem as if the children are are not human like they're not supposed to have feelings like oh they're just children um they don't know what real life is but the reality is they do they're just children you know at a younger age or what have you but they do um know what it's like to have their feelings hurt or really want to express themselves about things and what happens is or what I've seen um or just with the individuals that I actually spoke with um about these different um curses or what have you when it comes to the generational uh, excuse me when it comes to the healthy communication part when there's a lack of healthy communication when they're the child is growing up um to express themselves whether it be their feelings or about a situation that they may not have liked or may not have understood what happens is they end up growing up being unable to have healthy communication um or conversations with other people so there goes when I say it's like a generational curse because here it is now that child is an adult and they can't really have the open communication that they need to have with other people or they completely just shut down um, when something is going on and then here it is they have children and you know sometimes they have a hard time with trying to break that generational curse and having that open communication so then once again then there's that um there's that problem again um, you know, with being unable to communicate and not and being unhealthy. And then again, it goes from generation to generation. Um, another one that really stood out to me as well was addressing mental health in the Black community for whatever reason, um, for years and years and years. And I can remember even being young um, when it came to mental health or when you start making comments that, hey, you know, I'm not feeling right or something, I'm depressed or um, considering suicide, anything like that, or when you just say that you're not mentally, you just don't feel like you're there or anything like that. Or even when you want to go see a counselor or anything and say, if you say it to, you mention it to your parents or to another adult, um, or just anybody around you, it's almost as if you're bashed for it. Um, I know one of the biggest things that I've always heard, um, especially with the older generation, when it comes to like adults, um, excuse me, when it comes to children and it comes to um, to people that are uh, much younger than them when they mention, you know, going to see a psychiatrist or going to see a counselor or a therapist, excuse me, and, and talking, the first thing they say is, oh, well, black people don't have those type of problems or that's a white person uh, problem or 
we're not I'm not crazy or we're not crazy um especially like if you say something to someone and I've actually seen this before I've done this actually where I've actually you know kind of just spoke to somebody and just you can kind of tell like based off of everything that they they said like okay you kind of need to talk to a therapist like you there's more I there's more than what I can't help you with I could talk to you but you know you need to talk professionally to somebody and the first thing the person says well you're trying to call me crazy I'm not crazy and going to see a therapist going to talk to a counselor does not mean that you are crazy by any means it is simply just an outlet to allow you to express how you truly feel and it provides you with the tools um, that you need that are necessary for you to actually be able to be the best you and the more you sit here and you think that okay well people are gonna laugh at me because i go to see a therapist or because again for years and years whether it be your parents or grandparents or aunts uncles great grandparents whatever you've constantly heard how black people don't they're not crazy they don't need to go to counseling um there's nothing wrong with you mentally or anything of that sort or one thing i always hear um is just pray about it pray about it and and by all means i'm not saying to not pray not saying that at all but the reality is yes you can pray but there are also tools out here that have been provided to you for you to sit here and get the necessary help so that's a generational curse that unfortunately and it still goes on um for a lot of people that they're afraid to come out and say that they need mental help or that they need to go see a therapist because of what they've constantly been told throughout their life and then you know their parents unfortunately is the same way and you know it says the same thing to them and so they almost try to put it in the back of their head which goes along with the the trauma unfortunately there are many individuals that have dealt with childhood trauma whether it be that um they were abused molested um grew up in domestic violence you know whatever the situation is and they've never healed from that because they never actually got the proper help because again that proper help would have been them going to see a counselor um however their parents or the adult is adults in their lives did not provide them with that help or that outlet simply because they didn't want other people to know what was going on or they looked at it as being an embarrassment and that people would label them as being crazy so that's definitely um, a big generational curse that I see um, throughout the black community. Just as someone, I had multiple people that actually mentioned that one to me. Um, another one that I wanted to just briefly speak on as well, um, as I was looking at the list, was not apologizing to your um, children when the adult is in fact in the wrong. That is something that unfortunately, again, um, just talking to other people I see that that actually occurs quite a bit and for whatever reason I, I don't know what it is but for whatever reason something that I've noticed is that when it comes to um the black community and the adults in in the black community and it comes to children and not all again not this does not happen to everyone but they can say something to a child and it could just be just outright mean and just wrong or something they shouldn't have said or they mistreated the child, anything of that sort. And they can know that they were wrong for it or they could just be having a discussion and the adult is it just it flat out just in the wrong. But before that adult will sit here and apologize, the first thing they will come out and say is how they are the adult and that you are a child. I don't owe you an apology. And it's almost as if they come out, it, it's basically they're saying, I can say whatever I want to to you, treat you however I want to. And you basically just have to take it. I don't owe you anything because you're a child. And that's not that's not true because it's 
it's like okay well what if someone were to treat that adult that exact same way um you wouldn't like it so it's the same thing with a child you know you should still want to treat that child the same way you want someone to treat you um you know so it's one of those things like you know it's okay to apologize to a child when you're wrong and I feel like when you sit here and when you can get over the whole I don't have to apologize to you because you're a child and I'm the adult or I don't owe you anything you're you're beneath me type ordeal when you can get over that and truly apologize to a child to let them know hey you know what I was wrong with the way that I said this to you or hey you know I apologize for the way that I treated you or whatever the situation is um that does a lot for that child because I say that because what happens is when you don't apologize to that child unfortunately as time goes on and they get older and people continue to mistreat them or say something to them that they don't like or you know anything like that what happens is they kind of excuse me I have hiccups I apologize um they kind of just let it go and sweep under the rug they just don't say anything um they kind of just you know say okay or they just walk away from it or they've gotten so used to not getting the apology that the treatment they know is wrong or they may not like the treatment but they pretty much just take it because they're so used to people not acknowledging how they felt about the situation or they're so used to not getting that apology when they should have gotten it when they were younger from individuals that they kind of just they incorporate the the hurt or they incorporate the mistreatment inside of their their lives without getting the apologies and and that's something that can definitely, as I said, it, it can definitely hurt someone or hurt that child as they become an adult. And another one um, off the list that I definitely wholeheartedly had to agree on, I've never really understood it, but telling children that they are grown when they are at the age of 18. Um, now, don't get me wrong. I do understand, you know, when your child is 18, they graduate high school, they go off to college, on and so forth great they start to live in the real world i get that however what i've also seen when it comes to this and i see this a lot within the black community as well um and i've you know i've heard people say it i know people that have said this about their children and it boggles my mind because the first thing i hear them say is oh well, you, you know you're 18 now i raised you you out on your own and it's like no just because a, a number doesn't mean anything age is nothing but a number 18 you have to sit here and think about mentally is your child truly ready to go out here and quote unquote conquer the world are they really ready to go out here and to be in society and what i mean by that is do they know how to truly handle finances do they know how to handle um paying bills or you know if they just come into an issue and they just need to talk about something or you know anything like that do they know how to do all that or is it that they just know how to do school work and go to school wake up and maybe go to some sporting events or go to other little events you have to think about all that just because they're 18 that does not transform their mind to being an adult and being able to handle the things that adults handle so for you to sit here and to say that oh well you're 18 you're out on your own you're not doing anything but doing a disservice to your child because they still need their parents. They still need that guidance. I'm not saying that we have to hold our children's hands for every step of the way. I'm not saying that at all because at some point, yeah, of course, you have to give them that freedom and that leeway somewhere. But 
you still need to be there as far as still guiding them and helping them and even just a little bit some people just need the, uh, the little reassurance of making sure that they're doing things right or they're doing it correctly or what have you um so to just say oh well they're grown they're 18 they're on their own like when you think about it half the time when you're 18 you can't even get an apartment on your own without getting a co-signer and nine times out of ten who's the co-signer the parents so if you can't even go out here and get an apartment when you're 18 a decent apartment anyway um get you an apartment when you're 18 without having a co-signer and like i said nine times out of ten it has to be the parent because you're 18 you just got out of school or whatever and say you don't have any credit or you don't have the necessary funds that they're looking for or you don't make enough if they have to go get a co-signer just for something as simply as somewhere to live what makes you feel like you can just sit there and just out just leave them or tell them hey you're on your own you do what you do and you figure it out Again, it's a disservice for the child and it's, it's not fair because what happens is it causes so many hardships that could have honestly have been avoided had there been that guidance and had you still been there for your child. So that's definitely um, a generational curse that I do feel that um, definitely needs to be broken within the black community um, because it's it's can definitely hurt you like I said it it can hurt just you know thinking overall um and that's just like I know um just seeing a lot lately and this is one that was actually mentioning to me as far mentioned to me excuse me when it comes to generational curses was not becoming a teen parent um and I'm of course becoming a teen parent I'm not saying that's not in all cultures but that is something that unfortunately seems to be a, a generational curse within the black community um just what I, I just recently seen someone um that was announcing that their their child was having a, a baby and their child is only 17 um and it boggled my mind because as I sat here and I was just like wow I was just, wait it's like your child's having uh, a child at 17 so me being me trying to do the calculations I was like wait I said aren't you just like 34 35 so I still had to sit there and I was like okay well maybe I'm missing something you know, and I had to do the and I said, okay, wait, so you had your child in high school too, only to find out their mom had their child, had her, you know, at like 15, and I was just like, oh, okay, so that's that generational curse where it's more so of, I think, a lot of times that when it comes to the, the generational curse of being a teen parent and it kind of trickling down, whether it starts from your grandparents, great-grandparents, what have you, it's more so we don't take, it's almost as if we're not taking enough time to guide our children and letting them know there's so much more out there to see in the world other than having a child within high school or I think sometimes too unfortunately it's, it comes from the guidance and it, it is not that we don't want to guide our children but sometimes it's not knowing how to guide our children because we didn't have that necessary guidance because again our parents may have been or that person's parents may have been a teen parent so they were still they weren't as knowledgeable as to what they needed to say or could have done to guide you down that road. So it just kind of trickles down and it's more so of maybe spending more time of showing your children that there's so much more to life versus having a child at such a young age or, you know, sitting down and just really explaining to your child maybe some of the hardships or the things or the struggles that maybe you had to go through on raising them as a, um, as a teen mom or teen dad or what have you it's truly it's all about the mindset um when it comes to certain things but again if you've never had that guidance and you don't know which way to go it does make it a lot harder um as far as 
had us really discuss a lot of these topics. Um, now, one thing that I will say when it comes to the generational curses, not only just the ones that I mentioned, but there's tons, I'm sure. Um, but again, these are just the ones that were mentioned to me on a regular. But when it comes to a generational curse, and I know I was actually, um, someone asked me this a couple weeks ago. Um, they asked me as to how do I uh, break generational curses or what do I work on? when it comes to generational curses and the first thing that I had to explain to the individual is when it comes to generational curses for myself I always sit here and I think about how I felt as a child when I was experiencing those generational curses um and how I don't want my my child to ever feel that way um as a matter of fact um my child is a hugger loves affection loves 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 affection when I say loves affection like to the point it can be overwhelming for me because I'm not a hugger I don't do affection um yeah that's a whole nother story but it also goes into how I was raised um so when I was raised there was no affection there was no hugs there was no I love you there was no I'm proud of you anything like that and I know how it felt when sometimes I would just want that hug or sometimes I would just want that, oh, I'm proud of you or, oh, you know, I love you, whatever the situation is, to where it got to a point of when, as I got older, even, I was like, probably by the time I was in middle school, but even as I got older, even though I used to still want it, I didn't look forward to it. Like, I didn't look for it. I, I didn't. It, it became um, just a thought. It, it really just became just a thought for me to the point where as I became an adult, um, like I said, I still at that point didn't care, but it was to the point where when it was finally said to me or finally mentioned to me, I didn't believe it. Um, it was just one of those things like, yeah, um, whatever. And I just, I, I truly just blew it off because I never felt it as a child because it was never shown. It was never said. Um, so with my daughter, even though being affectionate and all of that and giving the hugs and the kisses is extremely overwhelming for me, extremely, extremely, extremely. Um, in the back of my head, I always remember how I don't want her to be like me. And, and I say this to people all the time when it comes to her. And people's like, oh, why don't you want her to be like you? Because you're such an amazing person or you're such a good person. And it's like, no. I can, I'm okay with her being like me, a Madden, <laughs> but when it comes to other things, like, like the word love, I only say it if it's to my daughter. Like if I ever tell you, or if I ever mention the word love it's because I genuinely mean it. I don't just say it, you know, like I know some people are like, oh, I say, I love you to my friends or my family or whatever. Every time I got the phone with them, I don't do that. Um, simply because again, I've never really heard it. So, but with my daughter, I don't care. If I could have just seen it, sometimes I would walk downstairs and she can be downstairs drawing or watching TV or doing something. I would randomly just go downstairs and tell her that I love her. Um, sometimes I might text her phone and tell her that I love her just out of random. Um, there's not a day that goes by that I we don't hug, that we don't kiss um, each other on the cheek or, you know, sometimes she just wants some little cuddles. And I, whatever it is that I need to do to show her that she's loved um, and whatever I have to do to break that curse of that generational curse of what I grew up on that's what I do so I say all that to say this 
when you're trying to break a generational curse, it's not going to happen overnight. I, I promise you that it's not going to happen overnight. Um, there's still things, of course, that I work on and that I make sure that I try to get through. But one thing you have to always think about is how did you feel at that moment, at that time in your life when you were going through that generational curse, whether it be that your parents um, abused you, yelled at you, didn't show you love, didn't show you affection, you lived in poverty, whatever it was, you know, how did you feel at that moment or while during that time when you were going through that generational curse? And when you start thinking about how you felt, then you start thinking, then your next step is to start thinking about what you can do to break that generational curse. And you do whatever it is that you need to do to break that generational curse. Don't ever give up on trying to break that generational curse. Don't ever feel like it's not possible. Don't ever feel like there's nothing that you can possibly do um, to break that generational curse. Because that, in fact, is not true. You can definitely break a generational curse. You just have to work hard at it. You have to stay focused. And you have to keep going to break that generational curse. Um, I have a long way to go. Like... I'm not going to say I have tons that I need to break, but I know, like I said, there's still some that I work on. Um, the love and affection is still one because, I mean, I've had my moments, of course, that sometimes my daughter may want a hug or a, a kiss on the cheek or sometimes just a cuddle. And sometimes it's like, I can, like I said, it's sometimes it's just overwhelming for me. So sometimes I do just kind of have to ba- break away um, just for the simple fact. It's just like, yo, I can't, you know, this is a lot for me. Um, and sometimes I feel bad because when I tell her not right now, I can tell that she's kind of disappointed or her feelings are hurt. So, you know, I'll just make a joke out of it. Like, oh, you know, I was just joking. Um, I do this little thing. Um, <laughs> I do this little thing sometimes, like when she wants a hug or a kiss, um, I always tell her, well, I don't have any available. I'm, I'm letting them cook, um, you know, to make sure they're nice and warm for you or something like that. Um, when uh, sometimes I say that, you know, just to make a little cute gesture out of it. But sometimes too, I just like, okay, got to mentally get myself there um to do it or whatever because sometimes like I said I may have just hugged her 30 minutes before that or something so I'll do like little things like that or whatever and it just works like she doesn't my daughter would never know that I'm not an affectionate person like if you were to ask her she would look at you like you were crazy like yeah my mommy hugs me all the time or she tells me I love you all the time um because I do but she would never know that I'm truly not an affectionate person she would never know um, that I don't use the word love. Um, and I just, like I said, I just don't. Um, I'm, I try to get better at it. But like I said, I, I just certain things that I just don't do um, because of what I have experienced. And like I said, some unfortunately are generational curses. But with that being said, if there's a generational curse that you're trying to break, as I mentioned, continue to keep striving, continue to keep trying to break that curse. Remember how you felt and how you don't want it to go down to your children your grandchildren great-grandchildren let it stop with you break every curse that's all I have for you guys here today and as always I greatly appreciate you guys listening um don't forget that you can find me on all podcast platforms you can also now find me on Instagram I did not tell you guys that but I am now on Instagram Um, my handle is mobbies underscore corner and mobbies is m-a-d-i-s underscore corner I also have our Facebook page up for Mobby's Corner Podcast. So you can also find me there. So yeah, definitely make sure that you reach out to me. I would love to hear from you guys. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to share. Until next time.